Hello guys and welcome, welcome to, to Happy, Happy Single, Single Mums. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes! <laughs> Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life. So, here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hello guys and welcome to another edition of Happy Single Moms and I want to thank you for taking the time out to listen to me today. Today's edition on Happy Single Mom, I'm talking about how to reinvent yourself. I've always wondered how artists such as Madonna and Beyonce have long lasting careers. I strongly believe that they have mastered how to reinvent themselves and that's why they have long lasting careers because no matter what the genre is, they manage to change a mold into that kind of person. My guest today, Polena, she is not only a mother of two, she's an author and a public speaker. The reason why I've asked her on this platform is because I strongly believe that she has mastered the art of change and she's not only a magnificent mother, she has mastered the art of reinventing herself and being so unapologetic about it as well. So welcome, Polena. So tell um, the audience about yourself. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Where do I start? Um, like you said, I'm a mother. I love public speaking. Uh, I love writing. I love media. And ever since I was young, I didn't mind the spotlight and presenting and very outgoing, such an extrovert. So I've just brought that along into how I parent. Oh, excellent. So what do you think about um, how to reinvent yourself then? What, what what does that mean to you? For me, it means just sort of taking out what's already inside of you. Mm. I think there's things already inside of us, but it's just about mastering the process of change. Change is inevitable. Change is guaranteed. Um, we like change, but we don't like going through the process. It's the process that's scary and hard because I don't know, new job, new surroundings, new circumstances. But um, for me, it's just about taking that what's already in me. Everything that I'm doing now, I've had since I was young, to be honest. I can track back and saw it in primary school, secondary school, everywhere. But it's just, I've subtracted the fear. So I'm not just walking in it minus the fear, but it's always in me. Oh, excellent. I was going to actually say, why do you think that um, a lot of people don't like change then? It's the unknown, right? Fear of the unknown. Um, comfortability. Familiarity. Yeah. You know, you're familiar with and comfortable with. You want to stay in there. You don't want it to change, right? Yeah. But it's about... Yeah. So what lessons do you think that women need to learn about change? Because you're, you're saying it's about familiarity. So mm. I, I honestly feel like many a times we we just ride the wave um and we don't like it even when we're in a situation and we're not comfortable we will actually just just stay in it and like I mentioned in my intro like I find that not like celebrities aren't the greatest examples but it's like no matter what the genre is the celebrities will change they're they're, they're not they're moving with the times but I have so many single mummy friends that are stuck in dead-end jobs or dead-end toxic relationships mm. and they refuse to change because of, I don't know, fear, because they don't want to reinvent themselves because, you know, and I just, I, I, I've mm. learned how to embrace change, even with me being a mum as well, just like 
one minute my child's a baby and not talking next minute he's talking I'm like oh I missed that that baby stage but I've learned how to just enjoy every every layer of my life a bit like an onion just being opened over and over again just reinventing yourself for me I think a mum should um adopt a strategy because the artists that you mentioned the celebrities that you mentioned they don't do it alone mm, yeah <laughs> they're not in their lovely big houses just plotting and scheming by themselves it's a team thing and it's okay to have a team it's okay to ask for help you Definitely. don't have to go through the change process alone you don't have to do it alone um you know you can ask for help you can ask for advice or yeah. talk things out with someone but you have to have a strategy change won't happen in and of itself it's got to be strategic it's got to be purposeful and it's got to be planned so if you're in that job you don't really like okay so while you're still in there because you need an income you know start fishing around seeing what you could potentially what's out there but you have to adopt a uh, strategy because it won't happen overnight definitely and uh, you touched upon something you said that um you have to be able to ask for for help I think sometimes as as moms especially as uh, me being a single mom I found myself not being prideful but just being ashamed to ask for help you know and even when someone would offer me help at times I'd be like no 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 I can do it all by myself and in actual fact Rome wasn't built in a day you know and we are so afraid of just admitting that we cannot juggle everything you know so um i was gonna ask you how do you handle sudden change and use that as an opportunity because i feel like this global pandemic for everybody has been like a sudden change it's like everyone's just been asked to like sit at home you know work from home be mum like me be mum be dad work from home sort out the household how do you handle sudden change there's change that you can plan for like you've mentioned in regards to like trying to find another job but how do you plan how do you handle sudden change like all of a sudden a flick of a thing for me I have to do a quick almost business analysis of what's going on because I may not have the time obviously like you said corona it had to be a quick sort of decision so um have to analyze the key elements really quick um affecting me obviously my girls what can we do with what we have this is a situation right now so you need to really trust your instincts um and your decision making, knowing that it's coming from a good place. So with the corona, I was like, it's me and the girls. Okay, education is important, but I was homeschooling before, to be honest. Keeping them active, keeping them, you know, as, as distracted as possible, making sure I'm not letting fears seep into them. So obviously reading about corona, you can get, I got a bit, ooh, okay, shaking. I was like, right, let's limit the news. What can we do with the situation that we're in? And just trust in my my instincts and my gut. Definitely. No, you're you're right. I actually stopped watching the news for some time because I I felt that I kept on tracking the amount of death, like in different countries, Mm -hmm. and I was just so afraid. (laughs) So I someone sent me that as well. (laughs) Yeah, I had to. I don't have a TV, so we we don't we don't have a TV, so it was easier for me. But obviously, social media. Instagram alone is always something something on there about COVID and the situation so you're right limiting the media is really key and I think as a mom to be honest it's really key to have limits on the media because it can influence you and the kids and yeah. definitely and I think that was the second question another question I was going to ask you is that why do so many mums um fear fear change but you've touched upon it in regards to just not the fear of the unknown really isn't it mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. And look, the unknown is scary as hell. Come on, it is. It is. So that's why we need a strategy. It's like, okay, I'm fearful, but let me, let's go through it logically. Okay. Why am I fearful of this? Okay. Death, destruction, people are losing their jobs, redundancy. It's a legitimate fear. But if it's paralyzing, if if it's affecting your parents and it's affecting how you move day to day, then we need to dissect that fear so that it won't paralyze you so you're still there's still hope in you you can't disable all your hope once we haven't got hope we haven't got anything so it's about logically and rationally dissecting the fears definitely Um, because some of them start legitimately but if the effect that they have is too much then you have to we have to put that fear to the wayside you know definitely so how do you um what would you how would you educate your, your children in regards to change? Because you've got two daughters and, you know, like especially being being a mum and, for example, like the transition between maybe like primary school to secondary school or, you know, how, how do, you, do you address children in regards to, to change then? Because there's one thing addressing an adult like or another mother or as a public speaker, like, look, a change is going to happen in the economy, a change is going to happen in your career. But when you're actually speaking to children, how do you educate them about, look, this is, is going to change, whether it's like, um, a, a, you know, separation or we're moving house. How do you speak to children about change? Yeah, well, I definitely tell them in a way that's age appropriate. I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. Yeah. Um, I'll validate their feelings. So if they say, oh, but mum, you know, I'm scared and this and that. I understand. Yeah, I hear you. I understand the fears um, and that's okay to have it, but you know, let's try and take fear out. What's a good thing that could happen? New friends, new environment, get to decorate your room again. Um, you know, something new happening, just have a positive spin on it, a positive angle. Um, and ask for help if I need to, if I need to get um, an auntie that they love, to have, you know, that they respect and admire, oh, and yeah. get the auntie or someone to be like, oh, well done, you're going to a new school, well done, you've got a new house, can't wait to see it. Someone again to just, add to that um and reinforce and reinforce it. that right absolutely yeah um and i tell them that i'm you know i'm proud of them i believe in them i'm confident that within time they'll forget how they're feeling now and you know will flow in this new circumstance what whatever it may be so those are yeah. the kind of things i'm looking for children absolutely. i think yeah that's that's excellent because that's one thing i'm trying to teach my son like how to enjoy change you know mm. and not be afraid of it so what, what you've touched upon in regards to try and understanding their feelings and their fears is is so paramount i think that I, I especially me being when i was younger and i would express my feelings to maybe my parents they'll be like oh you know just get over it and i feel like <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know but I feel like me parenting now it's kind of like I would under I get where your feet I get what your feelings are and I'm here to help and I'm always readily available for you to talk to you know even in regards to my son funnily it's like him being at home with this global pandemic actually I thought it would affect him more but he's really really enjoyed being at home which I find so weird yeah, same with the girls and a lot of parents I know have said the same thing they've been really 
they've had a great ability to adapt during this occasion. Yeah. And it's credit to them. are more resilient than we think sometimes. That's I think that's what's, that is the one thing I find so crazy, how resilient kids are. And even when I think about, like, historically, like, you know, like, the Blitz. I know I'm going back to history now mm-hmm. and how children Amazing. were sent over to the countryside. And I'm thinking to myself that surely there must have been some trauma or something. Mm-hmm. But these kids are nowadays, they're more resilient than we give them, we give them credit for. Yeah, yeah I agree. More resilient. It's, it's it's amazing. But I was going to ask you, what gave you the inspiration to write your book? Because you've she's got an amazing book, guys, coming out. <laughs> Thank you. So the book is called Exploring London with Amma and Neri, and it's about our adventures around London. Um, like I was saying before, I'm I'm an extrovert through and through, and what was a big part of my change is understanding my personality and what makes me me so again I parent within my personality I'm not trying to do something different I'm not a Stepford wife or anything like that <laughs> I I do what I'm good at and I'm good at going out networking meeting people going to new places so I take the girls on adventures and we've been everywhere farms zoos all the biggest museums galleries um, east, west, north, south, everywhere. And I've seen them really grow through that. I mean, then you traffic lights from young, then you had to behave at libraries and restaurants from young, all through being in these environments. So I found that outside the home, kids learn a lot. And it's another learning, it's like a field trip almost, where they learn about the world and being citizens of tomorrow. So the book is about our adventures. And the first, um, the first book of the series is about London Zoo. First time I went to London Zoo, I think, I don't know if I saw another black person, another black family there, to be honest. Wow. And I was like, okay, but, you know, it's a cool place to learn. They're reading books, they learn about animals. So it's just about exploring, it's um, encouraging more black and ethnic minority families. Well, so why do you think that it's, I I love the fact that you said that parent within your personality, because personally for me, I found it really difficult going to the park with my son and just sitting there. I would actually time it and give him just an hour. (laughs) But I've learned how to like, do you know what? This is what he enjoys. And I have to, he's, he's an extrovert. I'm an extrovert as well, like, like you, but I just did not, I could not stand the park, you know? So there are so many things I had to learn how to adjust. And I like you, I've, I've learned how to just take them out, you know, but you do, she does a lot with her girls, guys. You need to follow her on social media. Like they're always cooking, they're always in parks. They're always, you know, at magnificent restaurants and stuff. And I honestly, you inspire me. Um, but why do you think it is that a lot of ethnic minorities don't really go out as much with, with I their... Know. their t- I don't know. There was a recent study, well, not so recent, 2016 uh, study by the um, Endelman Intelligence. And they were talking about, you know, people from more um, sort of poorer backgrounds not being out and about as much as those from more affluent backgrounds. Um, again, they were saying compared to um, white kids and um, black and ethnic minority kids, um, you know, the percentage is, is fluctuates. I don't know what it is, but I would say this. We're very creative and we're outgoing um, as, as black people, all, all people anyway. But um, I think maybe we focus maybe on the educational aspects, the home aspect, which is great. Obviously, you need to learn how to clean a house and move and be in a household and make the household run smoothly. Obviously, school and those subjects, you know, the core subjects, you need to be at home studying right so it's just about a balance it's just about a balance my mom cusses me she asks me do I even cook and clean I'm always out and about again I've got a strategy 
I yeah. cook really early and I got that habit from uni because you know that kitchen at uni for this yeah people, definitely so after the cleaners would come that's when I would cook my food you know then yeah. pop, put it on my um, on my shelf of the fridge so I'm used to cooking early I would there's some days where I've literally cooked lunch by like 11 12 wow. like the whole wings rice you know wow. <laughs> salad and made a cake so I'm a very early bird person and you'll find that when you go out and about with kids, a tip I would say is go early. If you get there at 10, you can easily, literally leave at 2 and that's there, that's you done. So I do that a lot. I don't get that at 2 because that's when everyone else is getting their traffic and that's sort of like peak times. I might get there when the thing opens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then boom, couple of hours and we're out. Rest of the day still there, come back, food's done or have a light lunch. And I keep mm. it moving. So it's about adopting strategies, but yeah. it's good to be out and about kids thrive being outside and about definitely Mm -hmm. but I honestly think what you said is so paramount in regards to like um parenting within your personality you know and I think that like you from what I've seen on your on your like status and stuff you've managed to keep your girls constantly entertained during lockdown you know so what advice would you give to women at trying to find themselves in a very noisy world and you know entertain their children as well yeah you've got to not care about what other people think because everyone cares about what other people think so if you're out of that group already you're miles ahead um adopt a strategy yeah internet's got so many timetables and different ideas know yourself know yourself I know myself I'm an extrovert I'm not anyway even as much as my mom can cuss me I'm like mom you come around the thing is done though uh, you know so it's about knowing yourself despite you know, what people may say. Know your kids as well. For me, confidence, I, I, I don't really like shy kids. I don't want my kids to be shy. To be so, shy yeah. so that was important to me. And going out and about, meeting new people, yeah. you know, going in the park, meeting new friends for the first time, me catching up with the mm. parents. It all It's all practical examples of them. Okay, mommy's talking to someone new. I'm talking to someone new. Yeah, I'm leading by example as well. The thing is, I actually really love your girls because... The one thing is when I was pregnant, I was like, oh God, please, I want a son, I want a son. Because every little girl that I met, they were so shy, they'll be buried behind their mum's legs. And you know, you say hello to them, they'll be, they'll be like hiding in a corner. So I always felt like, oh my God, girls are so weird. Boys are more like upbeat and like, hello, how are you, auntie? Kind of thing. But like, your girls are confident. Like, I'm like, yes, you have done a good job. <laughs> They will, they will go off in the park, especially my eldest, Amma. She will go off in the park and leave me. I'm like, girl, don't you care where your mum is? She's so comfortable and confident with people. So I remember I had to teach her that day because everyone was auntie and uncle. I'm like, girl, if I'm not talking to them, they're not auntie or uncle. Yeah. Just call him that, that gentleman, that la- lovely lady. But because she was a bit too friendly. Too friendly. <laughs> too friendly. She's too friendly. But confidence is good for kids and it will set them up for school. And moving forward, I remember one time being in Asda, and there was a little black boy, 10, 10, between 10 and 12. And I could see him scared and trying to time when he should speak to one of the workers on the shop floor to ask where something was. Aww. And I was watching him from afar. And he was proper like, when should I ask this guy? Because obviously he was, his back was going up back to the shelf, picking up the box, picking up the item, putting it on the shelf. And he was really worried. He's like, when should I interrupt this guy? Because I need to ask him for something. And I'm like, man, it will be so great to have confidence and just yeah. know, just he's there to help you. Exactly. <laughs> he wants to tell you where the thing is so you can get it and buy it. And as I can make more money, right? So we want them to be outgoing and talkative and confident. 
because it will set them up for life. Yeah. Uh, my eldest hurt herself at the at a party one time and her eye was really red. I was really worried. Went to the hospital. I told her to tell the lady what happened. I even found out more about what happened because I didn't really see it. Um, she was like, oh, no, we're playing. And the boy said, had, and he accidentally put me in my eye. I'm like, oh, okay. Because she fell backwards when it happened. So we thought maybe she just dropped. But that's what happened. And she was confident to speak to the doctor. And I'm like, you know what? From now on, every time we go GP, every time we go doctor, you can talk, you explain what you're feeling. I'm not going to talk on your behalf. I'm not your spokesperson. Definitely. You so I think that you're... Confidence. Yeah, so your girls are confident and you've mastered the art of, of, of change. So, and where can, where can people find you? Oh, absolutely. So for the book, <laughs> the book first, it's at Exploring London Book um, on Instagram. And my personal Instagram is at, my name is Pelena, P-E-L-E-N-A. Okay. Yeah. That is awesome. Thank you so much. Well, guys, then there you have it. A mother of two who exudes so much confidence and has mastered the art of change, the art of reinventing herself. I constantly um, want to seek a better version of myself personally. And because uh, um, I, I studied philosophy and I'm a bit of a nerd, there is a famous philosopher called Diagonus and he, desi- he decided to reinvent himself. He decided to change. And by the he did this by like stripping away everything that was humanly valuable. And he only actually wore rags. <laughs> and carried a bowl around with him for his food and water. And he even threw away the bowl because he then saw like a child drinking from their hands. And he was like, do you know what? I don't even need a bowl. So he believed that you can change and it can be stress-free. And there was even a a month or two where he decided that, do you know what? I want to be different. I don't want to be like everyone else. I'm going to walk backwards for for a while, you know? And people were just thinking that he's crazy. And he said that the amount of pressure that we as human beings placed on each other. And he used this example and I found it so true. Like sometimes when you go to a funeral and obviously you're sad that the person has passed, but you feel like you have to cry because it's society, the the societal pressure that makes you want to have to cry. And I feel like that's like, like Palena said in regards to fear, and not having like a strategy when change does come about, like you need to actually have a strategy and you need not to have like pressures from outside because realistically everyone is afraid of something. But let me go back to Diagonus. So he actually said he was going to walk backwards. He said that he's not going to do anything like everyone else. He decided that he was going to sell all his property and he started living like in a barrel. (laughs) And um, it got so bad that people would just come about and stand by him and look at what he was doing because he was such an affluent man beforehand. And there was a particular day where Alexander the Great um, actually heard of Diagonus and then he went over to him with a massive crowd and then he said to him oh I heard that you were a great philosopher now you're living in a barrel how is it that I can assist you in anything that you want and then and Diagonus said to him yes you can assist me you can move over to the side because you're blocking my sunlight the reason why I say this story to you is because um, he decided that do you know what I'm not going to live by the status quo I'm going to change I don't care what anyone thinks and it's so amazing how when he decided to change how someone mighty 
quote unquote Alexander the Great came over to him and asked whether they could, he could help him with anything and Diagonus just wanted the son you know and I think that many a times as moms as single moms we we focus so much on what other people would think we focus so much on oh do you know what one day I said I was going to be a project manager today I'm going to be uh, I want to be a social worker oh I'm I'm single at 35 I need to get married because all of my friends are married like just ride the wave and don't let it consume you that's something that I have learned and I strongly believe that when once you start doing what makes you innately happy great men will follow so guys um yeah finish my rant <laughs> thank you so much for listening to happy single moms and I want to thank my magnificent guest Polena today for taking the time out to discuss the art of change reinventing yourself um with me today because she's been such a magnificent blessing and like I said to you guys if you ever ever want to find out what to do with your girls what to do with your children your son indoors or outdoors check her out because she is so innovative in regards to how she entertains her girls so alongside her book as well guys make sure you check out her page for her her book because it's magnificent um yeah so you've been listening to happy single moms guys and make sure you have a magnificent day take care khalifa bye I live my feet.